Hello, 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 my fellow geeks and nerds of all shapes, sizes, colors, genders, whatever there is in between. This is Dawn of the Devs Podcast, the podcast for the tech curious and the career enthusiasts. This is everything you need to know about life after Dev Bootcamp. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dawn of the Devs. It's your boy, Greg Johnson and Jason Tennant, and we have got an amazing guest today. All of our guests are amazing, but this one in particular, I'm very, very excited about. I've been following her on Instagram for a while now, and her name is Tamira James. She is just, I mean, she's just a bundle of joy. She's got so many amazing attributes to her. I mean, she, I'm going to let her share her story, but she's doing some amazing things in the tech industry specifically to get and reach women in tech uh, with what she founded, which was Technigal LA. And I'll let her tell you a little bit more about that, but we're going to dive into how do we continue making dents and progress with this thing called diversity in tech? What is diversity in tech? How do we actually influence it? Uh, and that's, that's one of the major reasons why we started this podcast is because we want we want to make a dent. We want to make an impact, a positive impact for the future. Jason has two daughters. Uh, I've got two boys, uh, but possibly one day I'll have a daughter. If not, I love the idea of just helping people realize that code is beautiful and the fact that it does not care who you are, where you're from, what you look like. All it cares is, does it compile? And so it's a very equal playing field. And before I, I you know, I, I better step off my, my soapbox here for a little bit and, and actually introduce Tamira here. Tamira, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Let me just say that you are a wonderful host. I mean, that intro was so flattering. <laughs> I already feel the love. I feel welcome. Super excited um, about just... The initiative of the uh, podcast and congratulations to you um, for just having the heart to start something like this, you know, having the passion to go ahead and, you know, gather other people into this initiative and kind of push forward just by just expressing, you know, what the actual issues are, you know, what's going on to actually move um, you know, move the industry forward and move us forward together as a culture. Um, so congrats to you and thank you for, you know, building such a platform. Yeah, no, it, it, it's been such an adventure. And so uh, tell us, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself starting from before you got into coding, because I think it's such an interesting story what you came from. Um, so yes, as you know, Greg, so lovely pronounced my name, uh, Tamira. No, it's Tamira. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, you know what? I, when you said it, I thought about it, but the intro was so, so beautiful. Oh. I was going to let you slide, but because there are other listeners. Oh, man. I'm gonna, it is Tamira. Tamira. Okay. All right. All right. I still love you. Okay. All right. Tamira Hit. James. We're going to edit out that whole right. thing. I'm just going to have to dub it in or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yes, Tamira James. Um, I am 23 years old. 
Uh, and I am all of the above, I like to say, but I, you know, I like to call myself a technology evangelist because that's exactly what I am. Um, I evangelize about any technologies that I feel are um, interesting, um, any technologies that I love, um, you know, and I do have a specific interest, a, a very special interest in mobile. Um, so in, in iOS, definitely. Um, so I spent the bulk of my career in iOS, um, you know, as an iOS engineer for multiple startups um, before um, making a transition into evangelism. But I want to back up just a little bit, you know, just so people know, like, okay, how did you get into tech? You know, um, how did I get? So for those who uh, can't see me, <laughs> I am, you know, very young, you know, super tall. I just discovered that I actually grew an inch. I was six feet even, um, but I am actually about six one now. Um, I stand six feet tall dark-skinned girl. Um, and uh, yeah, I've always been super tall. Um, and just also, I was into the arts. Um, that was actually my passion. Um, you know, that, that's kind of what I was into. I was into the arts. Singing was my passion. Uh, dancing. Um, anything in the musical realm, that's what I was doing. So I grew up doing those things. Um, actually born and raised in New Jersey. Um, I went to um, high school and middle school in Atlanta, so I'm a little bit from all over the place. Um, but yeah, all throughout childhood, it was all about music. Um, actually, I was like, when I was about nine years old, I was like Apollo startup. Have you heard of the, like the, the Apollo Theater? Yes. And that's when you told me that the first time we talked, I like, yeah. seriously had a little bit of a freak out like are you kidding me that yeah. is insane yeah a lot of people are like okay you like you have like a lot of lives within one life yeah you've, you've lived a lot of lives so um definitely so i was apollo theater star of tomorrow when i was nine i performed at like madison square garden like i, I mean it wasn't just a love of mine like i was doing this like this was a career path of me this was like my you know, this is what I wanted to, this is my life. And so I carried that on, you know, into middle and high school. And then I kind of stumbled into technology. Um, you know, when I was about maybe 16, I want to say 16 going into 17. And uh, how I stumbled across it, it was literally like, um, there was a flyer maybe across. Um, and I forget where this flyer was. Was it around my campus or just somewhere throughout the area. Um, and it, it said the Technology Association of Georgia, so TAG, um, we're looking for high school interns um, for tech companies throughout the metro Atlanta area. So like um, it was a world of Coke and all, all kinds of different companies that were looking for high school interns to, you know, do all kinds of internships. And uh, I saw like a a special one for a web development, like they had a high interest in web development. And I had never touched a line of code before. Um, again, like this was not my focus. I had never even thought about going towards tech like that. And, uh, but I'm the, you know what, I'm the type of person that if I feel like I am, you know, the least bit, I mean, 5%, 5% is all I need. 5% um, of interest um, into something and I will look into it full-fledged like I, I would at least do the in, like what is it that you know intrigues me about this you know is this something I want to do is it not you know but I will look into it 
So that's what I did. I looked into it. Um, of course, you know, it said a thousand dollar stipend also for the summer. I said, mm, I'm 16, you know, <laughs> yep. that's, that's a lot nice of money at too. 16. 16. I'm like, Oh my goodness for a whole yeah. summer, a thousand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, you know, I was like, wow, what, it, what I'm, I'm a little bit interested. So I looked into it, um, you know, found out what exactly was required. And they were like, Hey, just do a little bit of HTML. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, so uh, I did a little bit of research at home. Um, you know, and I, when I say research, I mean, like I had built a website in like 48 hours. Like that's how, like, I was like, Oh my gosh, how do you do this? How do you? And I just ca kind of caught on to the logic really fast and, um, built something really, really crappy enough to, <laughs> enough to show that I, you know, have the skill is there. Um, and so I landed the internship and I did that for two summers. I was a web developer. Um, I was a web develop, web development intern for a company called in Atlanta for two summers. And so after that, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going into, you know, now college is the next step. You know, where, where do I want to go with my career? Um, you know, what, what's, what, what's, what's my plan? And so going into college, I'm like, okay, of course I have to major in computer science. Um, so I was like, okay, look at a bunch of schools, apply a little bit of everywhere, everywhere that's warm, of course. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, yeah. And, uh, but I still had a, a more, I had a very specific plan. So I was like, you know, let me go into college, major in computer science, but once I graduate, I definitely want to go into mobile. Mobile is where I want to be. And, uh, and, and that was for several different reasons. And I love to tell like the story. Basically, my logic was, you know, mobile is something that is, it, it, it's spreading like wildfire, basically. Um, and you think of that, even that time period was like, uh, from 2011 on, you know, you know, everything was changing. It was no more flip phones and the cameras were getting better and, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, smartphones meant something completely different. Almost every, forget every year, every season, you know, going, you know, it started to get faster and faster and, and mobile became this um, necessity vehicle. Like it was just something that I always like to say, like, if you, leave your laptop at home, like you're completely fine. But if you leave your phone, you're almost losing your mind. Like that's a part yeah. of you. Even if you know where your phone is, if you're without it, it just feels, you know, you're at work, you know, on your phone, you're at dinner on your phone. Sometimes you're not even paying attention. People are crossing the street. They're not looking both ways. They're on their phone, you know? And so that kind of influence, you know, knowing that, you know, whoever built that product, that that person is, you know, zoned into, you know, they have, you know, absolute influence and in un their undivided attention. So whatever it is you want them to feel, do, experience, whatever, you have that influence. And that's the kind of impact that I wanted. So I was like, mobile is where I wanted to go. And uh, yeah, and I want to fast forward a little bit to say, I went ahead, that was my plan, went to college and dropped out freshman year. So... <laughs> Yes. Nice. <laughs> you know, I was like, uh, what is this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Um, you know, and one thing I didn't know is that 
you know, which is important in education as a whole, like especially going into college and especially when you are um, zoned into something or your, your focus is super niche, such as computer science, you want to go to a school that has, you know, a support system around what it is that you are focusing in, especially for something, you know, as, you know, difficult and stressful as it can be as far as computer science. Um, you want something or you want to be in a place where they have a support system um, around that, whether it's, you know, something as simple as gateways into internships. Like my college did not offer those things. It did not offer mentorships, did not offer any type of workshops or anything. It was just like, you know, that's something we offer here. Like, <laughs> you know, oh yes, we yeah. just happen to have a computer science program. And, and that's how it felt. And it's not really, that's not something you want to go into as a beginner. And so, um, that as well as a lot of other things dealing with, um, you know, uh, finances. I had a full, um, academic scholarship and then, um, you know, zero room and board. And I went to a private university in the Bay area and mm. they were like, oh, what are you going to do? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so there are a lot of different factors. So, um, dropped out freshman year, um, was a little bit discouraged, you know, and my mom was my number one cheerleader and reminding me that, you know, this is a skill. If it's, it's something you want for yourself, like we're part of something called, you know, that I like to call the information generation, everything you ever want to know is, you know, or, or find out or learn is, is literally in the palm of your hands. And, uh, you know, the, the, as soon as you can fi figure out, you know, where Chris Brown is going to be in the next two minutes, <laughs> you can figure out, you know, how to build a website in 24 hours, how to start right. a business, you know, all of these different things. They're at the palm of our hands now, which is something that, you know, wasn't the case before. So that's something you have to definitely take advantage of and appreciate to the fullest. And that's what I did. I drowned myself in, you know, learning my craft and, um, Maybe a year or so after that, I, um, well, a couple of months after that, I landed my first um, contract uh, contract gig, which I in which I pushed my first um, actual apps app into the app store, and then after that, um, I went straight professional. Like I, I landed my first professional iOS role um, at a startup in Hollywood. And from there, it's just been, you know, it, it's just been upward and forward from there um, as far as growing in the craft and growing in my career. Um, and when I moved down here to L.A. in 2014, I, I noticed the, you know, I discovered the tech community, right? So I knew of the tech industry. Um, and it's weird that I was in the Bay Area for so long. And I still felt like isolated. Um, and, you know, and in the Bay Area is like that's Silicon Valley, like, you know, right. but I still felt isolated. Um, and then when I came here, if it, it, it was more welcoming and um, I actually came down at a time where um, Silicon Beach was just growing and just kind of just growing its wings a little bit. And, uh, you know, hackathon, the rise of like hackathons down here, 
um, all kinds of different tech communities, organizations, you know, a lot of startups and companies actually moving down here to the Silicon Beach area. And uh, yeah, I kind of got super embedded in the tech community. And uh, that's where I kind of found my love for evangelism and educating other developers and other people into, you know, moving into STEM related, the STEM related world. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of my bit there. I don't know, it was a little bit lengthy, but no, you know, that that's was, kind of my bit. <laughs> that was awesome. So I I didn't know that you were basically self-taught. So that's yeah. that's a another cool little little gem about Tamira. Yeah, uh, not Tamira. <laughs> Get it right, listeners. Come on. Uh, but yeah, no, that that's awesome. I love the story about how you just kind of went from I think I might kind of be interested in this web development internship to mm -hmm. uh, just the journey that you took. And so uh, you were 17, 18 when you jumped into the freshman year of college? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. 17. Into, was I already 18? I think I was about 18. Let's just say 18. Yes. Okay. 18. Mm -hmm. uh, so dropped out first year, you're 18 and a half, 19 years old, something like that. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you just decide to, to just dive right into it. Yeah. Um, and then, so the, the tech community in LA and how you got involved in that, how did you even find out what was going on? What, what did that look like? How did you get involved? Because that's, I feel like possibly what is going to eventually lead to us talking about Technigal. LA. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So actually, um, I found out about a hackathon down here. I moved down here because that's where my first role was. It was at a startup in Hollywood. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I think I found out online um, somehow. I, I, I can't remember how I found I came across something online. It might have been on Facebook. Someone maybe shared something on Facebook. And they were talking about some hackathon. I never heard the term hackathon. Like, I was like, hackathon what, mm -hmm. what you know and uh and they were saying they were having it at city hall it was hack for la um and so it's mayor garcetti's um you know hacking event that he does with um the nonprofit group hack for la they do one usually every year a huge uh hackathon um that one just happened to be at um city hall and it was a, it was massive. Like I, I went and I would, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. There were young people, there were older people. There were like people who had never touched a line of code. There were like people like super, super duper experts. And they were all there like hacking on different projects and, you know, eating, you know, luxurious free snacks, you know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, free snacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? That's still and, the deal. Yeah, oh, I was like, wait a minute, cookies. You know, but, <laughs> that's that's uh, the way to a programmer's heart right there. Oh, man. my gosh. People don't know. Um, but, yeah, you know, and, of course, pizza. You know, um, you know pizza and, uh, you know, it was free snacks, free food, and it was just free knowledge. Just a, co a collection of free knowledge, free collaboration. And, I mean, like, free as in, you know, it costs nothing, but free also in the expression of like, everyone just felt free, you know, mm. and it, it, the collaboration and everything was just so organic, you know, and um, I never, you know, that was super 
change, like a soup, like a, a, a huge transition from what I came from in my school, like no sense of, um, collaboration, you know, you know, even on the professor's part, you know, no sense of, you know, everything is just like, I had to reach and beg for knowledge and more and understanding. And here are all these people collaborating on different projects, just freely, you know, and they don't care that they don't know certain things, you know, they like, that's, that's the spirit of thing. Like they don't know everything, even the experts, like right. they don't know everything, but that's a part of the joy of it. That's a part of like, that's the experience, you know, and uh, everyone's just adding on to different things. And, uh, and I fell in love with the hackathon experience and just the tech community. I, I met some awesome people there um, who introduced me to, you know, other people who are also involved in the tech community. And these were people who are organizing their own hackathons, who are hosting their own meetups, who are in, and that's where I kind of discovered, you know, this whole um, network. Yeah. And so up until that point, were you like fully 100% committed to like, this is for sure what I want to do for the rest of my life? Or what did that look like? How did that change? I guess your, your, image and identity as a developer? Well, um, so is the question, is the question after, after I made the switch from college or after no, I so made the switch? When, once you got involved in like the first hackathon and you mm -hmm. saw that there's an actual community out there because you mm -hmm. didn't have that in college, you didn't have that in the Bay mm -hmm. area uh, until you came down for that, that, whatever you did, the contract role in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Once you found that community, how did that change things for you? Yeah. Um, as it pertains to, you know, my career, it made me feel so much better. Um, I mean, there was a lot of, I love what I was doing. I, I was absolutely in love with what I was doing, but it made me feel um, like I wasn't alone. You know, like mm -hmm. no one, you know, I guess there are a lot of people who they want to know it all or they pretend to know it all, you know, and, um, you know, but when you're in that hackathon um, environment or you're in the, the presence of any, just about any tech community that I've come across, I know everyone is, you know, every community is different. Every environment is different. Of course, there are definitely several other environments that are completely the opposite but the ones that I experienced and um, was exposed to like they made me feel completely free to you know for one expressed what I did and did not know and then also again people just being open you know just being that that organic um just just that organic collaboration it just gave me more confidence to, um, you know, be just be a part of it and then also like want to um, contribute to it. So that's where like my involvement would just like, you know, this is, this is something that it, it makes me, it, it adds to the happiness that I already feel. It adds to the passion, you know, right. um, because people are giving it and receiving it freely and you know they have nothing to lose like that that feeling right there is just it's priceless 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I wish that I had felt in college or had experienced in college, um, you know, but to know that it actually existed, um, that made me feel even more confident as an engineer, as a professional. Um, and it made me feel more confident to um, engage and it, and it kind of pushed me to want to contribute um, even more. Yeah. yeah. You know, the idea mm-hmm. and the feeling that you're trying to articulate and convey, um, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's hard to like verbalize that and let mm-hmm. people know what, what, what you're saying, but I totally get it. Um, Cause I remember my first job, we had a guy, several people I looked up to and this one guy, he had about 20 years experience and we were talking about an architecture and design issue. Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me. He's like, Jason, what do you think? And I was just like, uh, why do you care what I think? You know, it's yeah. like, but he generally wanted, he, he genuinely wanted to know my perspective. And I'm like, wow, it made mm-hmm. me feel special, you know, like, I, yeah. And, um, it's hard to, yeah, it's definitely hard to articulate it, but the closest I've been able to get to articulating it is, um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Comic-Con or something like that. When you go to a Comic-Con, it's just a bunch of crazy people but I feel at home because it's my people. Yeah. Know? And that's how I feel in the industry too. It's like, I found my home. These are my people. And I feel like I can be myself and not, I don't know. But yeah, Definitely. That's, that's perfect. That's a, so I actually, I asked the question because I'm not, I'm a recruiter. I can maybe do hello world uh, <laughs> from, but like same thing. Like I, I go to every single one of the meetups out here. I'm, involved in uh organizing a hackathon right now and it's the same thing i get the same feeling and i i can't even code but Mm -hmm. it it makes me want to be able to because just like jason said it's it's like i found my people there's something special about the the tech community that i've been to other like networking events and and meetups and and things like that it's just it's not that other networking events and meetups aren't good uh but there's just something uniquely yeah. different about tech meetups like a, Definitely. like a really good pure positive vibe you know <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's like it, it gives a spirit of pass it forward you yes. know and you know and, and that is there are like you said there are a lot of communities that it, it doesn't exist in um mm-hmm. you know and even me coming from music you know and i was you know I was deep into, you know, the industry and, you know, that was my path. So I, I did, I was in the industry and, um, you know, seeing that, even that difference compared to the music industry, you know, not everyone's going to share their secrets, right? Everybody's going to, you know, if somebody's, you know, looking for, um, you know, you might not share it, you know, if you have an audition and, you know, someone else who can perform really well, like you might not share that, you know? Um, And, but I've never been that kind of person, but I've experienced, you know, those kinds of people, you know, just like that's the energy that comes in. It's just like, I, I need mine, you know, like you've got to, but that's not the case with tech. It's just this organic, like pass it forward. Me giving you what I have doesn't take away from what I have if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it only, it really just makes me feel good. And by building you up, I'm building me up. And so that's what I, and and that's a perfect transition into 
Technical, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, walk walk us through that because that was actually I was I was waiting for that segue and and like you said that was the perfect <laughs> one right there. So, flash forward, you, you get involved in this community yep. and then I mean, what? Just walk me through the process of how Technical LA came into being. Yeah. So I was looking just for a way to you know like I said, contribute and add to the community, you know, add to the, the system, this network of building other people up in tech, you know, and, and breaking down barriers and, you know, stereotypes, you know, because I noticed that, you know, even coming, you know, me going into the internship coming from high school, a lot of my peers didn't understand. They're like, what? Like, you just took a complete left turn, like you <laughs> going from musicals. I went to a performing arts high school, so everyone's doing musicals and, and they're just like computer science, you know, and, but, but it's all because of a lot of the misconceptions and, you know, the, you know, stereotypes uh, behind the tech industry and what technology is all about. Um, so, you know, while I'm thinking about what it is that I want to add to the tech community, I'm like, hey, you know, there aren't a lot of women in tech, this I know. Um, and, you know, I'm finding that the more people figure out what it's all about, more it's, you know, revealed how, just how easy it is to really get into tech. And also the, 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 fact that there is no, there's actually no pressure, you know, um, because I feel like people believe there's this hidden pressure that if you're in tech, that you absolutely must be, uh, like you had to have been a child prodigy or something. You have to like be a super, super extraordinary genius. Um, or, you know, uh, you have to be a guy, it's a guy's thing. Or, um, you know, like you always have to be the smartest person in the room, like all, all kinds of things. Or like you're in a cubicle all day and, you know, those things exist, but that's not the entire industry, you know? And so there's this hidden pressure that if I don't meet any of those things, like I can't, tech is not for me, which it's the opposite. Like tech, anything you do, once you add your passion into it, you make it, it is what you make it. You know, um, if you're a graphic designer, you know, you're still considered a part of the tech company, like uh, the tech industry. So, you know, they're, they're just, it wasn't like the statistics don't say that, you know, there aren't, there just aren't enough uh, women who are coders. It's like, there's not enough women in the industry as a whole. Like, right, so there aren't right. like enough designers. There aren't enough, like, like there's just not. So I'm like, they need to know that whatever it is that they want to do, they have a place in tech. If you want to be an attorney, you can be a freaking IP attorney, you mm -hmm. know, like you want to be a teacher, be a CS teacher. You don't have to be a professor. You can be, you know, for, for elementary schools, there are charter schools that do teach. Like there are so many different aspects like that you can still be yourself, but contribute to this wonderful and constantly, you know, constant expand. Like this is a, this is, a super super necessity um not only just for the nation but just the world you know once right. you step foot in it your impact like there's almost no way you can truly measure that amount of impact like 
Um, you know, and, and so there are a lot of misconceptions about it. So I was saying, you know, I'm thinking about what is what at what age, you know, should I hit the, you know, the the women? Um, you know, should I make it just a group for for women, you know, who are um already in tech and they're just trying to find their way or um like what age group, like should it be for people in college or whatever? But I ended up landing on high school um, girls, girls within, you know, the high school age range. And mainly because I felt like that was the most influential time, you know, in anyone's life, you know, let alone a female, you know, I'm remembering that time, just even though I was so sure about, you know, music and that's what I wanted to do. Like, it was still a very vulnerable and influential time in my life, figuring out what I, what I wanted, what did I like, you know, still experimenting with different things like, you know, tech, do I like this? Do I like, you know, like I was still trying to figure out, you know, what, what makes me, you know? And so I figured if I just created some sort of platform where I expose those girls to different opportunities in STEM and different things and different people and different ideas in tech, then, you know, I, I would have, you know, made that footprint, you know, um, and I would have made that the, the, the necessary impact. And, um, and it actually started off as um, a publication. So my idea was, my original idea was, to um, create a online magazine to, you know, share stories and, you know, of different women in tech and encourage girls in tech and go over, you know, just share different things. Some type of like communicative, like um, engagement um, platform. Um, And so I tried that out for a while and I was like, we need something that's more one-on-one, you know, something that is more like, you know, I need to physically, um, you know, th- these points need to be made for like the mentorship, things like that. It, it needs to be more hands-on. And so that's when I decided to start the group Technical LA. And, uh, yeah, I think that was, I think that was also 2014. Yeah. The end of 2014. And uh, I started the group Technical LA and, uh, yeah, and our very first workshop we had was an intro to hackathons, and uh, yeah, we had a bunch of a bunch of different girls and also a couple guys in there too, uh, high right. school age, and uh, <laughs> you know, so I, wasn't yeah, no, I was about to say, <laughs> what was their motive? I, they were like, they were like, yeah, where where are they? You know, <laughs> trying to learn something here. Okay, uh, you know, a couple guys, and then there were like some stay-at-home moms you know I was like oh is your is your daughter here they're like no (laughs) (laughs) I like oh okay and then there were some moms who were trying to like they were like in the midst of a career transition and so I was like wow this is interesting I did not expect this yeah you know and so that was one event and then every event we had it was more and more of the older women, you know, in addition to the younger girls. And I was like, wow, it's, I'm not going to just kick them out. I'm like, oh, how old are you? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to, you know, but I realized that, you know, it, 
we need help as a whole. So, you know, it, it makes sense to target that age range, but it, it, you know, and just in that spirit of, um, like we said, engaging freely and giving freely. Of course, these are the, these same resources and the same information can just as much benefit, you know, a stay-at-home mom or someone who, you know, a woman who is just trying to figure out what her next steps are in her career, you know, just ex- trying to explore something different. You know, these same resources um, can benefit, you know, all women. And so that's when I was just like, you know, just open the doors. It's for, you know, all, you know, high school age up, you know, girls and women in tech. And uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of started from there. Um, We've had several like events at hackathons and um, workshops and panels and um, all kinds of different things um, where we're just exposing the, 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 the initiative is to just keep exposing them to different things and whatever sticks, you know, just allow them to gravitate towards those things mm. and be a resource, a pool of resources for each other. All of our events are free. Like I, like I don't gain anything from that. I don't plan on monetizing anything like there's right. no that that defeats the purpose <laughs> mm-hmm. you know like and uh we've grown to about 500 uh women now and you know for uh, now we're now we're our own res- resource pool because it's like we're over we're 500 women deep you know we all have different experiences they're People are, are just getting into tech. They're, you know, executives and all kinds of people who are mixed in. And we get to be our own pool of resources, you know, and uh, we get awesome. to engage with each other and we get to just, again, just share, if nothing else, motivate each other, you know. Um, and I kind of built, kinda, I'm continuing to build this this platform where, um, again, that, um, that same feeling of, that we keep touching on, which is that organic free feeling of um, pass it forward, you know, it, it exists within the women in the field and so much so that they feel comfortable to continue to grow in the field and continue to be themselves in the field and confident in the field and more knowledgeable because the more knowledgeable you are, the more comfortable you'll be and the more you'll be able to find your own way. You know, it won't be, it'll be less of that invisible pressure of you have to be this or you have to do that. You have to code. You have to know like whatever, wherever you feel like you would fit in, whatever your passion is, you can bring that just as well into tech and do great and prosper in the STEM field. Yeah, I love, I love that. And uh, the thing that I love about it is what you said, you're, you're just exposing them to a lot of different things. You're not saying, hey, this is what you need to be exposed to, mm-hmm. uh, this one little thing. It's not just mobile development, but it's mm-hmm. you're exposing them to tech and what that looks like. Um, and so my, my question, because I, I love... I love what you're doing. And I think that is exactly how we make a dent in the tech industry and the diversity gap and, and everything like that. That is how we do it. It's not going to ever be just a corporate initiative where 
you know, we pull all the people together and say, Hey, everybody, we're going to be a diverse technical company now. Uh, so let's, let's make sure that's who we are, Mm -hmm. but we gotta, we gotta influence them at the level that you're doing it at. Um, because it's that next generation or the people that are untapped, Mm -hmm. uh, that might get into that tech field that uh, I think that's, that's exactly how we, we make that difference. So if there's somebody uh, that wants to kind of do something similar, I mean, where, where do you even start? Because I mean, before the call, Jason and I uh, was talking about his daughters and, and uh, how he, he wants to kind of pass that, that love for, for tech on. Where, where, does somebody, where does somebody start with that? Well, if, if you're thinking about building a platform or any kind of community like that, um, I would definitely, first and foremost, be a part of one, right? You have to be a part of one or be a part of several, right? And, and just see what the feel is. And also not only just to be a part of, just to see, you know, what different um, meetups have to offer or different groups or platforms have to offer, but also to make those connections. I mean, you know, when you're doing something like this, you know, on a level like on this kind of level and it's all free, like, you know, relationships are everything, you know? Um, So it helps that, you know, people, um, it's our way. And I always say this um, in my talks too, it's not about um, what you know, it's definitely not about who you know, it's about who knows what you can do, right? So, you know, it, it, that means that, it's not just enough for me to know Greg, you know, Hey Greg, how you doing? You know, but if I know like he's a super recruiter, you know, and he's just, he's just super passionate about diversity in tech. He's super passionate about, you know, helping people land the roles that fit them and they're super passionate about, and also making sure that they get their value in X, Y, and Z. That's more valuable on both parts because if I ever needed that, Or if he ever needed, uh, you know, to be in a space where he can, you know, expand and I had that opportunity for him, like that, that benefits both parts, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it it applies the same way when you're trying to build something, your relationships are based upon it. it. You have to let people know that you're passionate about it, you know, let people know that this is something that you really want to do. And when you're, it, again, being in that community and being in those different meetups and you're letting people know because that's the natural spirit of it, which is pass it forward. Hey, I just want to contribute. I just want to collaborate. When people know that this is something you want to do, naturally, some people will just gravitate to it. They don't want to give a talk. They want to give a workshop. They want to you know, let you know that, hey, this company is such and such hiring. You know, Share this with your group, you know, and that is just something that is super, super priceless. Um, you know, especially when you're just trying to, and the more, and the more you do it, um, the more you do it, the more it it just, it just doubles and triples. Um, you know, and, and so when you're trying to push something like this, it's just those connections are super key, super key. Um, so definitely, be a part of as many meetups as possible and, you know, touch hands, um, you know, and it's not about politics or anything. I'm not saying that. Right, I'm right. saying let people know, 
And the people, you'll be surprised how much help you get, you know, because it definitely is, you can't do it alone, you know? Um, So you'd be surprised how much help you get in building something something like this and, um, you know, how strong you end up in it. I have a question real quick about the uh, thing you're doing right now with Mm -hmm. women. Um, So how, how does the thing that you're doing cater towards women um, more than just a regular meetup? I'm just kind of curious what the differences would be. Well, you know, I don't really, and I don't know, maybe I'm just, I've never been that person when just like we're better than the next meetup (laughs) you know you know and we may just as well be just as just like the the girl develop it or the pie ladies or the you know like we might be just you know on that level or you know they might have more members they might have less members I don't know and it never has been my focus to be um uh I I never thought to be different than the next Mm -hmm. you know um because it wasn't my intention going in to be like, this platform needs to be the incomplete, you know, it's more so like what needs to be done? Um, you know, let's do it. And, uh, I think the aspect of, um, that, that attracts, um, more that has been attracting more people to the group and, and helping it expand is the fact, the knowledge of, um, for one, the, the birth of it, um, again, when people know your intention behind it and people know about your initiative and that you've been passionate about it, you know, um, and they know that you're committed to it and you're serious about it. And just knowing your story as a founder, you know, um, that definitely helps, you know, people knowing that I wasn't always in tech, you know, I, I don't have not one engineer in my family, you know, so it mm. wasn't like, Oh, there's a graduate. I wasn't as blessed as your daughters, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so you know, I had no example. You know, I had no. I, I, I don't know when I got my first laptop. I think I was maybe. Um, oh my goodness! I think I, when I got my first actual laptop, I was in high school. Actually, when I got my very own laptop, I was in high school. Um, just before you know, I started getting into web development. So, you know, it's not coming from someone who is just like the super, like, um, I don't know, super senior person who, you know, started coding at 11 and, you know, and doesn't understand for one, being a woman in tech and for one, not being the norm um, for, you know, I'm in no way, shape or form, you know, the fit for, um, you know, what, you know, the stereotype would be for being in tech, you know, someone in the, look at me, you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's an iOS engineer. No, like <laughs> you, you don't, you don't get that from me at all. And so I think that attracts people too, because they, they feel that they can be themselves also. Right. And they feel like while she's gotten this far in her career, um, you know, then I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. this sense of inspiration behind it. There's a sense of confidence. There's a sense of hope. Um, there's a sense of, you know, again, even more confidence because, you know, they feel like um, there's someone organizing all of these things that, that, that know, that have a sense of direction um, coming from zero to where I am. 
Um, so that, that makes people feel good. Um, and it makes, you know, especially young people, especially people just starting, you know, it makes them feel good. And, and, um, you know, I make sure all of our workshops are super fun and not too boring. Um, you know, I remember, um, I I don't know whether I talked to Greg just before I did my uh, last workshop or just after, I think it was just before I did my last workshop. Yeah, because we were yeah. actually supposed to do it last week. Yeah, and, you, and I, and I yeah. double booked, and I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I I did a Swift workshop. It was two hours long. All my workshops, um, all my Swift workshops, um, at least lately, they've been at least two hours long. That's hard. I mean, it, it's hard because, especially for a beginner coming in, you know, this is two hours of, some programming language and, you know, I, I, and I had a mixed crowd. I had some people who had never touched a line of code and I had some people who had, but it was in other languages. So it was, you know, it's either way, it's hard to sit through and it's hard to, but each week I had more and more students. Um, and, and I asked one of my students, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe you came back. I was like, I can't believe you came back. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, it's just, you made it fun. And I couldn't believe, and, and that was my worry too. I'm like two hours long. Like I can't even sit up. I mean, I can barely sit through an hour long talk. Like what, what was it about it that like made it fun uh, that you did? You know what? And I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. I was like, oh, what made it fun? I was just so grateful that she yeah. said it. And she was just like, uh, you know, she's like, it just, it was fun. You made it fun. And I was like, wow, I was so grateful for that, you know? And maybe it was just the fact that they could tell I loved what I was talking about, but I didn't love it so much that I was leaving them in conversation. I'm sure we've been in like talks where like, people are just going on and on about the technology and you're just yeah. like, I get it. You <laughs> love it and you know everything about it, you know? And, and then it becomes less and less about you learning and more and more about them kind of reassuring them themselves. Pontificating. But, and <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, and you're falling asleep and things are just, you know, you're checking your phone and uh, yeah. And so I, I think it's, again, when people see that you're passionate about it, you love, you love what you're doing, but you're also passionate about, getting them to the next level and it's about passing it forward genuinely, then it attracts more people to it. You know, um, that's just my belief on what I feel helped grow the community to, um, the level that it's at now. I'm super grateful. Um, you know, I don't have any secret sauce, but all I know is that I wanted to provide a, you know, build a platform for young girls you know, to be open into tech and to break down those stereotypes and those misconceptions about, you know, technology so that they feel more comfortable so that they find their own space, fill their own shoes in the industry and feel comfortable in it. And um, it grew into something that I didn't even expect. Do girls feel like uh, they, like in general, are they feeling like they can't get into tech or I'm trying to understand uh, that perspective a little bit more. So there are different, there are different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. So there are like some perspectives feeling like um, they can't. And, it, and then there's like layers to that. So there are some that feel like they can't because of, you know, like the skill level is just, you know, too much or, um, you know, and which that, that goes for um, 
females and males, but more so females. And then there's a, there are those who can't because, who feel like they can't because, you know, of the industry, right? The tone of the industry. Yeah. There is more negative being publicized um, than the positive. So it overshadowed, like it sets a tone to people from the outside looking in that this is what the tech industry is. So if I were to be a woman in tech, you know, like I wouldn't be heard. I'd be talked over. I would be paid less. I would be, you know, like it it would be not counted. Um, I would be, everything would be expected of me. No one would give me credit. Like that's the tone that, you know, a lot of females get from it. So they kind of shy away from it, you know, and then there's this natural thing coming from the generations before us, you know, which is funny because, you know, women were actually, you know, for the most part pioneers in the field, but then, but then it became something like, okay, now the men will take over. (laughs) And so now, and then it became, that was the tone, like it's for men. And so, um, at least for my parents and um, their parents, you know, that was the understanding in that era that it was, you know, that's for, um, that's for men, you know? And so that's what they've been passing down. Um, and, I, and I'm speaking for me and, and, you know, just my understanding and then also culturally as well. Um, that that's kind of what's been passed down. So that's the, the two can'ts, you know, can't because, you know, maybe skill wise, they may be, they feel intimidated, but also because of the tone of the industry also, um, you know, and again, they feel like, especially young girls, they feel like tech is boring also. Like, okay. it's just, you think about a coder and you're thinking about glasses, you're thinking about someone who's in front of a computer 24 seven, they have no outside life, you know, they're like, um, you know, that, that someone who's just, you know, introverted or like a super like jerk, know-it-all and they're speaking <laughs> fast. They're doing equations on glass. Like they're just like, <laughs> they're just oh like, like this is what, and they're just like, no, that, I mean, that doesn't even attract me. Like, so like no, I, why would I go towards something like that? No, it, it's not appealing, especially to like girls who like 13, 14, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, so again, breaking down those barriers, like you don't have to be in a cubicle all day. You don't. I mean, I know some places have some cool offices. You mean chilling, you know, in front of a computer on an office on a beach. You can take a break anytime, you know, go outside, go on mm-hmm. the beach. You know, you're probably going to have lunch for about two hours, you know, that's <laughs> catered, you know, free from the company, you know, um, you there all sorts of different things and trips and all kinds of there's so much that you can do so much fun you know for the most part almost every company that i've been in they've had video games you know and people just i'm like have you been at your desk any today like they're on xbox all day like <laughs> you know there are certain things like and and we're not exposed to those things you know um and we're not exposed to um, again, the, the light of tech, you know, um, we, we just see the, the, I don't know, that other, uh, perception of tech, which is like, it's boring and, you know, it's boring, it's hard and it's not for women. Okay. So a 13 year old girl 
mm-hmm. who thinks tech is boring, mm-hmm. doesn't have an ounce of desire to even look into it. How do we reach those ladies? Um, like, how can we make it more appealing to them? And like, what's the path there? Well, there are definitely um, several different people doing several different things. I've seen, you know, there are like little, there are books now, there are then the books for you geared towards, um, you know, females in that age and younger now they're like books mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they're changing up the Barbies and everything. Like everything is being <laughs> upgraded. You know, a lot of people are take, I want to give the people the credit who are actually taking those steps. Like, you know, I, I got to give them the credit for doing those things and not overlook those things. Um, you know, there are all kinds of different things, you know, you got me starting up, you know, the technical, and there are a lot of people like me starting up similar groups, you know, and, uh, you know, you got girls who code, you got women who code, all, all, all sorts of different things. Now, as far as, you know, um, um, individuals reaching those girls, um, you know, I think you're probably the perfect person, you know, um, and I don't know if the, the listeners know, but you know, you have, you're a programmer yourself, mm-hmm. um, Jason, and you have two girls and one of w- which is interested in tech, like naturally, naturally mm-hmm. interested in tech. And you just so happen to be an instructor. Okay. You're <laughs> right. not just a programmer. Like you teach this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, your stuff. So, you know, being able to kind of engage you know like you were you were trying to figure you like oh maybe i'll get a book maybe you're trying to you know try and um you know find those missing pieces right um i know it's even more hard for parents you know which is why my mom kind of got involved also with you know some of the meetups she talks to some parents who you know um are trying to get their kids into tech and they don't they're not sure how to do it you know, if it's something that's completely foreign to you as a parent, you almost don't really know how to support it, right? You don't mm-hmm. know, like, you know, I've had several parents, like, drop their kids off at the hackathon, like, okay, I'll be back. And they're like, I built something cool. And you're like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how you did it, but that's good. I'm glad you like it. So they don't really know how to properly support it. Um, so, you know, as far as the parents, I would just say, just try and, you know, um, search for different resources, um, in different, like, like you said, we're, we're, we have all the information that we ever want to know, you know, in the palm of our hand, search for different meetups that you and your, um, kid could go to, you know, yeah. um, you and your daughter could go to, there's several different organizations, um, you know, meetups, conferences, um, things of that nature that you can like break your kid in, so to speak, but yourself in, um, to, you know, what it's really all about. Um, also, um, you know, if you're not a parent, you know, and you're just trying to reach girls, I would say definitely pair up with those resources, pair up with those, um, you know, the, the tech meetups and the tech organizations. You could be a mentor. Um, you could, um, there's so many different ways that you could contribute, um, you know, as far as just making yourself a resource. Um, and yeah, that, I mean, that's the most important thing. Just make yourself a resource. And if you don't know how, pair up with those organi- organizations um, who 
kind of already have that platform and that structure built. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, the audience doesn't know, but we had this whole conversation real quick before the podcast about this thing with me and my daughter. And yeah, I am an instructor. My daughter's about 10 years old. Um, and I would love to get her into programming because that's my passion. I love to have mm-hmm. that common ground with her. And I was telling the guys on the show that like, um, I started off with uh, Minecraft because she loves Minecraft. So I was like, maybe we can do some Minecraft programming. That didn't really pan out. And then um, they were saying at school, she's doing this code.org thing. And I find out that this thing's more of like a drag and drop with the code blocks. I'm like, okay. So I went to the store and got a book about scratch programming. So I think the takeaway though, my wife kind of hit it on the head. Like if you're a dad that knows how to code and you want to like connect with your kids, um, you, you know, you got to dial it down, man. Like you got to dial it all way the down. way down. Like, you, can't, <laughs> you can't be like, get out the whiteboard and let's do algorithms. Right yeah. No, I'm no, not, no. I'm not saying I did that, but you know, you gotta, you gotta meet them at their level. Right. And, yeah. um, I will say this though, my, we, I don't know if you guys ever did this. Um, but there's with Python, there's the turtle program mm-hmm. you, can enter, you can enter like different coordinates and move the turtle around. I did that with my daughter, like. I think it's about three years ago when she oh, was wow. six or seven. Oh man. And I guess it was like a super powerful memory because she still talks about the turtle. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I, I didn't know that was that awesome. Cause I, I don't know. I, I would think yeah. like dragging and drag, dragging and dropping the blocks around and making stuff move would be more interesting. But the turtle thing was literally like on the command line, you know, X equals two. Yeah. And you know, and that's her thing. That's her thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can all, you can, you'll always be able to find, you know, your space, you know, yeah. for the next girl, she know. might want to, yeah, she might want to do the drag and drop, you know, which code.org is an amazing resource yeah. actually. I mean, they have all sorts of different fun coding games and things of that nature. And they kind of have a, a natural progression of like, you know, kitty games and then like you get to like get to different levels of you know learning the syntax of different things and um you know moving forward um i'm being mm -hmm. told by her teachers that she's like at the head of her class with this whole coding thing oh man which makes me i'm I'm bragging yeah i was about to say that's okay though but yeah my daughter's an honor student yeah but (laughs) i mean it's so cool but at the same time i feel like dang i want to be part of that and i'm I'm really not, you know, and it kind of bums me out a little bit, but I'll find a way somehow. I'm you gonna, will. I'm and gonna, you know what? You I'm want a programmer. To. I figure these things out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, half the battle is wanting to. And yeah. And then the, the next half is figuring out how. Yeah. You know. Well, I, and I will say this too, if you guys have kids out there, um, Legos. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> Legos are life. Legos. <laughs> yes. For real, man. Like, man, kids love Legos so much. And yeah there's something called Duplo, which is the big Legos for little kids. Um, you can start them with those and then move into the, the other Lego sets. But I feel like that like builds that little engineer mind from mm-hmm. a young age for sure. Yeah. 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 So now uh, shorten, shorten my learning curve a little bit. So let's say I, I mean, both Jason and I, we're both big with the, the meetups and we're, we have that right. community, everything like that. Uh, one of the things, and I actually just spoke to somebody about this last night, is how do we even get the high school kids to want to show up to this thing that, hey, we've got this thing going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, 
what did you do in the very beginning? So you decided I'm going to do Technigal. Let's get some high school students. What, after making that decision, what, what do you do? How do you actually reach that audience? Mm -hmm. So before I, um, before I actually started the group, like I said, I joined a bunch of other meetups. Um, and then I also, um, through a couple of hackathons on my own, um, actually, no, no, I threw one on my own, excuse me. Um, and so I had kind of this natural relationship with, um, you know, young people, you know, there are people, young people showing up to different hackathons. Um, you know, you'll get, you'll, I mean, in a, in a, especially in like a collegiate hackathon, you'll definitely get like a handful of high schoolers, you know, overachievers there. Um, (laughs) and, uh, they, once I told them what I was trying to do, like they quickly spread the word, you know, um, Mm. at their local schools. Um, you know, my sister, she attends Beverly Hills high school. Um, I took a visit to her high school. They actually have a computer science, an AP computer science program, took some time to speak to those kids over there. Um, yeah. And, and just asking to, you know, speak, not, not so much of a school tour, so to speak, but, uh, I definitely, you know, got a chance to move throughout the community, um, where I knew young people were. And I talked to the guys and I talked to the females and, uh, you know, and I knew that even if the females weren't there, the guys would pass, pass the word on. Um, so, you know, going to different schools, spreading the word, um, you know, just something as simple as asking the, the teacher, hey, can I talk to your class for about 20 minutes about what hackathons are and how I'm, you know, starting a meetup. And, you know, the teacher mm. more than likely would love if you took 20 minutes off their hands. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know? that's, that's awesome. Because, yeah, no, we, the, so the community that I'm in Springfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. we're not exactly the biggest tech hub or we're not known for being a tech hub. Right. There's a, an awesome tech community out here and mm-hmm. we're doing a, a, a hackathon on November 3rd through the 5th. Shameless mm-hmm. plug. If you're in the Springfield area, you better be there. Yeah. Uh, but we're having a, a four hour high school competition because there are schools out here that have the, the um, computer science aspect to it and they're, they're teaching, you know, the basics of it. And so how do mm-hmm. we take that and, just kind of nurture that. So it's not just a, oh, I'm doing this for extra credit, but I'm doing this because it's, it's, I actually like this. It's so, cool. Yeah, no, that we're trying to figure out, okay, how do we bridge that gap? Because the, the schools are kind of board. They're not all the way there. And so I think yeah. it's, it's almost the responsibility of the people in the tech community to take that on themselves. Uh, if mm-hmm. that's something that they're passionate about, stop re- waiting for some regulation or legislation to be passed so that the schools will do it or have funding to do it. Uh, but actually, right. actually going out and doing it. So you actually went to the schools and I mean, you, you just mm-hmm. kind of had, it was the, the tech evangelist tour is what it sounds like, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, and just talk to them about different things. You know, uh, the what is a hackathon was like super popular, just, you know, getting them, you know, into the groove of, you know, what a tech community is about um, and what cool things it has to offer. And, you know, letting them know that, hey, you know, 
joining this group is just more so about you know, being a part of cool things like this and learning about cool. You never knew that hackathons existed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll learn this and more like, you know, got swag, you know, of course, pizza, got to throw that in there. Pizza. Got to throw it and cookies. Got to throw that. (laughs) Got to throw that in there. You know, they're like, okay, they're, they're wide awake. Um, you know, and just letting them know, you know, again, um, just showing them a little bit about what it's about, which is that exposure of, um, you know, the different, the different exciting opportunities and how they can see themselves, you know, engaging in those types of things. And uh, letting them know there's a whole network that is, you know, we're, we're trying to build in order to continue to push you towards those things. And, uh, you know, make sure you touch those hands and make sure you experience those things and you try those languages and you, you know, learn about this, you know, kind of hardware and things of that nature. Just, just because, just for the fun of it, you know. You know, a little bit of that evangelistic glitter and letting them know that all is... <laughs> exciting and uh yeah and a lot of people especially the students they like to they don't want to think it has anything to do with school you know emphasizing the fact that it it has nothing to do this is just something that's really cool you know this is not an an assignment or anything you know yeah Yeah. no that was uh so i have a a chronic issue of biting off way too many things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that you just gave me another thing to bite off in my <laughs> own community. So I've, I've got this hackathon thing. I'm trying to figure out how to get a boot camp out here. I had that conversation last night with somebody about how do we reach kids to really influence the tech community out here. Now I'm talking to you and uh, my wheels are spinning and I have a feeling this is going to be one of my next projects for the tech tech community out here uh and so thanks for thanks for uh uh, ruining that part uh, you know (laughs) making me bite off another thing no but i i love i love just the the simplicity of what you said it wasn't like a a real formulaic like well you've got to teach them about this 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 and this and that's how you it's like just literally like like you said touching hands like face to face like this is this is who we are. This is the cool stuff that you get to do. This is why I'm so excited about it and everything like that. Um, and so what, what are some of the, the hiccups that I should be aware of? Cause I, I guarantee beginning of 2018 after all this crazy stuff is, is done that I'm doing right now, this is going to be my next big thing. What are some of the hiccups that I should be aware of or anybody else that's going to start this? Uh, when starting a group, oh my gosh! Oh, uh, starting a group specifically for young for this, people. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, you know, you got to be aware of, for one the timing. So they get out. Um, you know, I guess I don't know when they get out in in Missouri, but you know, normal times like three o'clock, and right. you know, um, so y- there are people who I, I was like super like. I was an overachiever in high school. So like, I don't care if I had to catch the bus to another like County to go to a meetup or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was that kid, you know, most kids are not the over overachievers like that. Um, so people, 
you have to make sure that you put it in a decent time. You know, I, I know that the traffic is crazy out in LA. I don't know what it's like out there, but you they, know, they think it's bad out here, but like they haven't oh, been to LA yeah. apparently. I, I can almost guarantee it's not like <laughs> LA, um, yeah. you know, so there are different things. Yeah. Um, and I bring that up because I mean, these are teenagers we're talking about and more than likely, I mean, at least seven to eight times out of 10, they're not driving. Right. You know, they got to wait on their parents and things of that nature. So like the turnout might not be, especially in the beginning, that might not be, you know, um, where you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though the interest might be there, you might hit all the spots and they all, they all interested. They're all, you know, excited and, you know, they want to be a part and they might even join online as far as, you know, RSVP. And they just can't make it for whatever reason, you know, as far as transportation, transportation is a huge, huge thing. So you have to plan out timing and also your venue, um, you know, accordingly, you know, with those things in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, other hiccups. Um, yeah, uh, it, there weren't too many hiccups that I really had to worry about um, other than, you know, maybe um, – I had one time a workshop and the person who was supposed to host the workshop didn't show. Mm. And, uh, you know, and I, I feel like that's really rare, but it was just something as an organizer, you have to be aware of it. If anything, if you've ever organized anything in your life, yep. you know, you, these are things that happen and they don't happen beforehand. They happen last minute. Because why, why not? (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, um, you kind of have to be prepared. I got lucky at that point because I knew of the technology she was going to teach. So I went ahead and just spearheaded the workshop, you know, on the fly. Like, you know, and uh, I have some events that I'm not always at. I'm not always attending all of the meetups. You know, now I'm at this place where now it can almost run itself. You know, um, I try to attend as many as possible. Most of them I am present, but, um, yeah, I was actually able to be at this one and I absolutely knew the technology that she was going to be teaching. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I looked up. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but these are the things that you, you know, have to be, um, aware of and, um, you know, definitely look out for, um, yeah. And also making sure you land a venue, um, you know, I don't know if you have one secured, I have one in mind, yeah. um, but it's definitely, definitely um, important to make sure you secure a solid venue. You might not have the, you know, you might want to have several meetups and, um, you know, you, you might have one for this week and not for next week. You know, they can't, the same venue can't do it or, you know, all, all kinds of different things, you know, in that nature. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, I remember one time I had this one location and absolutely no one could reach this location. It was like so uh, oh, no. far out, um, but it was the only one I could land at the moment and it was, the, it was absolutely free. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, I had little to no turnout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just trying to make sure that, you know, your location's on point and um you know, everything is just set in place, especially just the, the, the timing, you know, notice, you know, making sure that you know that you're dealing with people, they, they have normal schedules and um, mm-hmm. also being mindful that they, they're not always in control of their own transportation. So. 
Yeah. No, that's good. So basically pizza, cookies, location. Yes. That's yes. all you got to know. Yes. No, that's, that's all you got to know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, very cool. Well, I, I loved this conversation. Um, I love hated it because now, I mean, like it's something that I was messing around with in my head, but now yeah. it's like, no, I'm going to do it now. You know so, what? Why dude? not? It's natural. I'm not, yeah. even gonna, Greg, I'm not even going to lie, dude. I, I talked to my daughter's principal last week because I was at the school and um, actually her secretary. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'd like to kind of maybe do a programming instructor thing because yeah. camps is encouraging me to like spend two to three hours a week with community stuff. I was like, community stuff, my daughter's school. So, and then we've, we've got the building. So I'm like, uh, now I'm totally fired up too, man. Yeah. 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 Do it. Like, you. Beautiful. I mean, and then once you give the workshop, I mean, I'm telling you the feedback you're going to get because it's something about being introduced or walked into something that you didn't know before, but now you're kind of getting, and you know, the benefit of it. And you know, like, the benefits of if I follow through with this, you know, and getting excited about it, like the feedback you're going to get is going to be crazy. Have and you, yeah. Have, have you um, ever recorded one of yours and like put it on YouTube or anything or, you know what? And that's the one thing I regret, especially <laughs> crossing over into an evangelist. Cause I was going to like watch it and take notes. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually going to do a, um, and you guys are going to be exclusive because I, I hadn't announced this yeah. yet, but I'm going to be doing a webinar soon. Um, and because I, I took some notes from my last workshop, as you know, like, of course, like I had some um, folks who had never touched a line of code. And then I had some folks who had, but they were, you know, coming from other languages and stuff. So um, trying to keep that pace was difficult, but I usually do a, a pretty good job at trying to keep everything at a universal, like really understandable level and relatable level. Um, but I wanted to do something where, um, something simple where they're not coding, um, but they're just getting used to Xcode, the IDE, right? Like what are the, you know, let's get used to the environment first. Um, and then let's walk into like, you know, manipulating certain things with code yeah. and uh, diving in. So sense. I wanted to try that. I wanted to try that. Um, and so I'll be doing that webinar really soon. So I'll let you know, I'll give you the link and yeah, right. uh, that's awesome. yeah. Yeah. But that's well, the one definitely. thing I regret not recording all of them. I wasn't in evangelist mode then. I was just <laughs> like, I'm just doing things. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it probably wasn't the first, like you, you just have the passion. You just want to get the knowledge out. There you go. Yeah. Boom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so now I know. So now, you know, people in Missouri can watch the videos also. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, you yeah. know what? We're going to we're going to fly you out here and have you introduce nice. everybody. <laughs> yeah, You'll do the webinar live from Springfield, Missouri. What? Live. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Very cool. Oh my goodness. Well, Samira, thank you so much for sharing so much knowledge and your experience. I love what you're doing in the industry and how big of a dent you're making in LA and not just LA. I mean, there's people all over Instagram that are, that are watching what you're doing. And that's, that's the reason I, I reached out to you is because I, you are doing some amazing things. And so thank, thank you, you, first of all, for what you're doing uh, and for how you've influence now both Jason and I uh, and hopefully our, our entire audience maybe there's some people out there that you've been wondering you know how do we get this thing going uh, just do it and so again thank you for joining us 
If you have not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. If you haven't given us a review, please go and review us. If you like us, if you hate us, we want to know. So that way we bring the content that you actually want to hear. And Tamira, if they want to follow you anywhere, it's, it's basically Tamira J or Tamira Jones, right? Tamira J, Tamira James. James. Uh, oh, come on. You got to keep that in there. You got to keep that in there. I know. I'm just like, I'm failing. Screwed up the first name and you now. You gotta I'm, keep your fails in there. I know. Edit, this edit is all like, mine out though. This entire episode <laughs> is basically just a blooper reel of Greg screwing up names right now. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, yeah, so Tamira J. So that's um T-I-M-I-R-A-H-J, and that's like all across the board. And uh, yeah, I'll shoot you the links for, um, you know, the webinar. And if you guys need any additional help resources or anything, like I'm here, like, again, I'm just here to be a resource. Like ask me anything. You need any connections? Like I'm here. So yeah, let me know. Awesome. We'll have you, uh, we'll have you back on at some point to do the, uh, to do the whole swift thing and and just talking about just everything tech and letting you do, Toss that evangelist glitter in there. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All good. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.